Smart's money though. Brand Smart's money. I liked it. That's when where I was... we got my. That's where we got the TV. Yeah, that's what. That's where I almost bought a couch, and then I then I perused around. There. I was like, they got couches. Nice. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they got everything. They got nice shit there. Brand Smart's always good. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to Brand Smart and like Best Buy and like physically sit there with a fucking yeah. nerd and be like. I want to fucking know everything. Geek that was, Squad. Because that was the other thing, too, where, like, one of the first things I ran in with this was, like, it wasn't... On my Mac, it wasn't working. And then I was like, what the fuck? So then I went and grabbed my work computer, and then it worked on there. And I was like... And that was because the camera only works with... With only works with... Uh, PC? Windows. Yeah, PC. So I was just like, see, no. I need to go and be asked, like, does this work with Mac? Fucking plug it in. That I will lament is something this, uh as a consumer i do have a grape gripe related to this of, i i that's the prop that is one of the few issues with amazon it's oh, the pitfalls yeah. is you it's have recently to, like you have to check all the boxes and make sure everything is yeah. like there because you can't you're not in front of someone so yeah. you don't get to be like hey it, you know is this in there you got to like go to the you know and and see if it's included you know, does this have good reviews? You can't ask someone that works there and has used most of them. And that was the other thing too when I went on there because I was at that point I was really pissed and I was like, I'm gonna and and I I was like, is this? And they make it look like it's from Amazon and they made me go through loopholes to where I finally could see it was from an outside seller, but they wouldn't give me the seller's name or information. Oof! Because I wanted to be like, we hey yo, up. we pulling up. Yeah, that's that's how I felt. I was like, yo, you're gonna do this to someone else. This is fucked up. Now, how far away would that person had to have lived from here? If they gave you the address, how far would you have driven in your car to go to their house and knock on their door and give them a piece of your mind? 25 miles. 25 miles? Twenty. If, if they were like 19 miles away, I'd be like, oh, I got time Deerfield, today. I got time today. They're in Delray. I got time today. I got, I'll, I'll make. I'll, I have to work. I'll see you. Hey, um, I'm gonna come I, see you. I'll a, be over after. I have something I have to do first. Up yeah, in Delray. I got to go see somebody in a different way. Oh, that's that's one of the things I learned from this fucking mafioso guy. Like they were like on a podcast. They were like, and he was like, just got out of jail, and he was like, yeah. And then the boss said, uh, uh, he goes, yeah. I went over there and like the, where the boss told me to go see the guy and like you know go talk to him and like. The guy told me to go fuck off. So when I went back to the boss, I told him, I was like, yo, I went to go see that guy. And he told me to go fuck off. And then, and then the boss said, well, then you need to go back to him and go see him in a different way. <laughs> and now, does that mean murder him or does that mean break his knees minimum? That's what the guy on the podcast said. It was just like, so does that mean? And then, and then, like the, the mafia's guy was like, he just wants, he just said, go see him in a different way. And like ever since that podcast, I'm always just like, that's the dopest term. That's what we're calling it when we were going to go see somebody in a different way. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we should, right. I, wish we I wish I I wish I did put that on the podcast. Now it is fun. Do a little cold open. Why not? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I'm the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jaylet the Kid, what it do? I don't know if we're going to keep it in. I'll have to go back and, and, and see what it is, because I, I think I kind of pressed it in the middle, but... We did a pretty, it started to become a very funny story there of some of the trials and tribulations that I went through. So we might keep it in. We might Maybe. not. But if we do keep it in, 
We're going to come see you in a different way. In a different way. Yeah, there's a little... Uh, but how's everyone doing out there? We've got... It's a nice day down here in sunny South Florida. Windows are open. So windows are open in the Wax Museum. So we might... You might have a dog. You might have a bird chirp. I think they just finished doing the lawn, hopefully. I heard some clippers being... Cl- <laughs> I heard a hedge being clipped. Yeah, like I heard the lawnmower about like right, right as you were pulling up. And then I think I just heard the, the weed whacker turn off. I will say, and it is a... Um, it's just a sickness that you don't even know you have in South Florida on the weekends. You don't even realize that it's not quiet because there's always a mower going on in the background <laughs> yeah. somewhere within just earshot. Yeah. So you don't actually know what like quiet outside is. It's beautiful though. Yes, 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 yes. It's beautiful. Finally, we got a couple of days and then we're back to the hot stuff. Hot in her. Yeah, no, no, no. That that's always how you know that you're in Florida. Uh-huh. Is uh, when we were up in ATL, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, had a nice little cold spell up there. Mm-hmm. Nice, and it lingered for a couple days. But here you get the two days, forty eight hours. We out. In and out. In and out. It, it's in and out. Even yeah. right. Even right now, I'm like, oh. I wish I just had a t-shirt on. I walked into work early this morning and I was like, oh, it's nice. But by eight o'clock, this will be gone. Yeah. That's how you feel down here. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, we were away for a little bit. Uh, um, uh, Jordan's going to tell us about his trip coming up here. Yes. Uh, I missed you, bud. Missed you, too. I missed you, bud. Missed you, I too. called you. I missed you, bud. You, I felt so <laughs> bad. You First off, uh, I wanted to be known... That had I not had the courage um, and just the the quick-minded ability to remember uh, before the wedding to put my phone on silent, you called as vows were being read. <laughs> I was almost that you. person. I'll get you, bro. Oh, Dude. you would have looked down. You'd have been like, this cocksucker. <laughs> Though, as soon as they got up and walked down the aisle when they were done, I pulled my phone out and I was. It just said bear, and I was like, I was almost that guy. Ooh, I'll, hey, I'll get you in baby. the I do's. Hey, I'll hey, I'll get you. I'm one of those. I will call at a very untimely. Like, I don't you know, know the the odds of you getting me are very low only because phone like almost the Percy phone almost always stays on silent. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your whole thing down for the most part after like a certain amount of time, it's always on notification where what's it? Oh no, the sleep mode. Yeah. Like you turn that that on like a sharp seven 30. Well, yo, that's, that's how it it means like that. Hey, no, no, no. I'm not, no, I'm not saying it's, no, I probably would be, I'd probably be like six if it's If it's not on like sleep mode or whatever the fuck it's called, do not disturb. Yeah, what's it called? Do not disturb. I think it's do not disturb. If it's not though on that, it's usually on silent. (laughs) On top of that. I don't even want it vibrating. I don't even want to know you called. (laughs) I love that. You're just like, you're, you, you. You're the exact opposite of like the majority of the world. When my phone rings, it is usually, um, and it's still T.I., let's get away. <laughs> Standard ringtone. Um, I'm always surprised that it, to hear it. You'll be like, what is that? Oh, that's my phone. Oh, I, my phone? I can hear it. Yeah. What is that? Who's ringtone? Oh, that's mine. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got no like- one else in this room has T.I. as their <laughs> ringtone? That's weird. <laughs> you, you hear it and you actually turn to the person who's like, oh, good choice. Nah- Oh, oh, that's oh, that's mine. That's mine. Hello. Yeah. Hey, uh, Alex, can I call you back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that almost happened. Uh, 
And we'll, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay, so well, let's get into some a track. Let's open up the Janus closet and talk to me about some a track. A track. I'm not sure when you threw it out. If like, I felt like you threw it out there, and you're like, I don't think he knows a lot about him. Uh, I would agree. Yes, I would agree that I would, like I was like he knows who this is, but he doesn't know who this is musically. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, I think I actually knew more than I think that you thought I did. Okay. Okay. That, that you you followed that right there, right? Absolutely, because I definitely was. There was a couple. There was there was a few times of songs I put on there. I was like, yeah, no way, Jose. I think I'd even heard about him organically because I very vividly remember seeing the footage of him at the Red Bull, like what is it, two thousand or one, right. and he's there and he's like, what, 13, 14 years old, mm -hmm. fifteen years old, mm -hmm. winning the competition with just like. He's a very technical, and it's kind of like one of those first people where you're like, oh, you're not like DJ Premier old black dude that scratches. <laughs> yeah. This is like the first white, like, scratcher. You're, you're the, the this is a great white hope. This is the first nerd on the decks. Yes. This is the first nerd. This person nerd. doesn't exude a look to me that is what he's actually doing on this the person like saw something that he thought was really cool and was like oh i'm gonna learn that to the best of my ability yeah so that was cool because you you and i'm sure there's others that are kind of like that prodigy level right. uh musician of whatever type but you don't we didn't get to like see it because tech right. there wasn't technology like that to actually capture that and you could see that from <laughs> yeah. such an early age this guy's like a master yeah so to me that's always been the coolest thing about him but mm -hmm. i actually knew a good amount of his songs and i just like how eclectic he is he yeah. can kind of really and and a lot of those house and dj types i feel like do that once they get to a certain level they can go pop but they can yes. go hip-hop like they you'll see you'll be like oh that's they're a, with people you would have never expected them to be with that's also a kind of a good you kind of made me kind of think and realize, you know, he, he might, he's got like maybe a couple songs, even if that, that are actually like made it to the radio. And I'm talking about like top 40 radios. And this is probably back in the day. Like he, he wasn't, he, cause he, cause like there was so many like that, like, um, uh, Cascade and Diplo and like um, Cal David Guetta, Calvin, Calvin Harris, Harris. like yeah. all of those guys, all were like DJs and producers that did like very specific niche things. And then there was a point in time where they got so big, they're just like, "Oh, I can make pop hits now." Yeah, and I, uh, A Track actually never took that track. No pun intended. No, he never like he. I'm trying to think of right now like an actual top forty like on like the that he produced he never was that guy yeah but at this so here's the there there's the dichotomy that's interesting because like you're not going to be able to find any like chart toppers or even yeah. really on there especially pop mm -hmm. and then on top of that he could go spin at a show and there could be sixty thousand people there that are all like i'm here to see him this is dope yeah exactly so he has like kind of like the following without really truly having like the hits to kind yeah. of back it up mm -hmm. but i feel like that's also once again just kind of the description of a peacock Yes. In a weird way. Yeah. You know? There's different peacock. There's different yeah. cocks out there. There's lots of different cocks. A lot of different cocks. But this one, this cock specifically mm -hmm. is one where like they're recognized as great. They were pro they've proven that they're great. Mm -hmm. They don't have the chart to show for it, but like that doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, yep, yep. I like that. So. Yeah, I think you hit you, yeah, you hit it on perfectly. Um but uh Jordan, what uh what did you learn this last two weeks? 
Um, I know that you were a little worried about this, but what I learned this week <laughs> is no need to be concerned anymore, my friend. What, did, what Mercury about? is no longer in retrograde. It's not? Nope. How long has it that thing's been in retrograde for a minute? Now, uh, I looked that up too, September 15th. It was over. September 15th, it was over. Mercury is no longer in retrograde. Wait, do you mean like going forward to the end of time? It it will retrograde no no more? Uh, No, Mercury Mercury (laughs) enters into retrograde yearly. Yearly. What's it doing now? So let me just at least tell you what Mercury being in retrograde is. Because do you know? No. That's why I looked it up. Okay, okay, what is Someone it? said it, and I go, I'm gonna tell what you, the fuck is that? I'm going to tell you just right off the rip. What do you got? What I think it is. Hit me. It's Mercury in retrograde means that there is uh, a part of the... Uh, it, it, the there's a part of the crown of it that because of the axis it takes it, it, takes it on, this part is in uh, darkness for like long periods of time and that it's it's in retrograde i love that because if (laughs) being an expert is always knowing a little bit more than everyone else in the room and had i not known that you were completely full of shit i would have believed that That i would have believed that for sure that was off the rip i know i would have been like man those solar ice caps they just do that with the ice yeah yeah now i'm surprised because when i started to think of what i thought it was i didn't go planet at all you went the actual. I went, like, I went Mercury the in the thermometer. The, ther- <laughs> the the um, maybe something with the carbon half life of oh. of like the. I went like scientific with okay, that bitch. Wow. All right. Okay. So what I learned is that Mercury in retrograde is actually uh, it is revolving the planet, and okay. it is an optical illusion where Mercury actually moves backwards across the sky from which way it would normally be going. What? It's an optical illusion where as it normally would move from right to left every year as it passes you, uh-huh. it actually stops and moves the other direction. And it's an optical illusion. Now, from an astrological standpoint, because as I know that you allegedly are still like, you know, in the dating pool. Now, when <laughs> you're at the bar with a girl, elbows bent, getting a frosty cold one, and she goes, oh. ugh. Mercury's in retrograde, so you know I have to be careful. What she means is that Mercury rules the part of us which absorbs information and uh, in an instant and transmits that information to others. When Mercury retrogrades, the normal flow of energy is reversed. Ideas and thoughts seem to get stuck within our mind instead of easily pouring out to others. I hate the last part of this whole thing. The first part of the planet, dope. That last part right there made me angry inside. <laughs> what I wanted to was explain to you was so when she says that at the bar, I'm gonna you go. Know this that, date is in retrograde actually because check please, checkmate. <laughs> that's, check please that's and exactly, checkmate. If, what, if a girl ever did what you said, oh, I'm ready. I'm gonna go. This date just became in retrograde. Uh, excuse me, server. Love it. And you can wrap up the mozzarella sticks. I'll be taking them Actually, home. I will be taking those. Those mozzarella cells are also in retrograde because they'll be going home with me. So, um, but yeah, I didn't know. I've heard people say it for years. Uh-huh. 
I mean, I don't. I'm sure you're the same way. Oh my and I have no. And I, I just. I went along with it like a sheep. I didn't know what it meant. I'm glad. I, I'm, I hope I remember a little, uh, like a little bit of the of the uh, of the ugh part of that, yeah. of that because all the. I feel like. It's. I always hear it's. It's about like I'll. I'll hear sometimes people go. It's about to be in retrograde. Oh and wait. I'm just like, well, what? 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 What is it? What is it about to be that? What I'm doing now? Can I make you just hate everything that I said? <laughs> I just a just, little bit more. Just kept quiet. Just a little bit more, because as uh, podcasting professionals here, I should be citing my sources. <laughs> okay. So I got that off the website, spiritualgangster.com. Oh, that I love that. Okay. You love that? I love that. Wow. I thought that was going to dig us a deep. We no, were going to retrograde even further. No, because now I've got like, yeah, dude in like Inglewood, California being like, hey, yo. <laughs> oh, you have like, yeah. you have, oh. I have an actual gangster being like, hey, yo, son. It's because they're like, hey, the, the drive by's in five minutes, and he's like, hold on, and he's just like typing up today's like astrology. Yeah. Mercury is out of retrograde. Yeah. We Gucci people. Yeah, he's about to get the drop on some fools, but first he's just like, yeah, and you're not receiving that shit correctly, homie. I love yeah, <laughs> do you have him putting it into a translator, and then yeah. it comes out like that? Yeah, like a reverse okay. grammarly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's what I learned uh, this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? Um, I learned I've been watching this really cool new show. I don't know if it's on like History Channel, but it looks like it would be a History Channel thing. It's on. Been really into suits. We'll get into that a little bit later. Oh wow! Okay. Oh okay. Good tease. Good tease. Good tease. Um, but it's on who? It's on HBO, and it's called um, America. Uh, America's like um, abandoned, famous abandoned places, or so. It's about it's about abandoned places in America. What, what what was that? What was what 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 what, what was I, that face? I, what was that face when I said the name of it? I didn't know if I go the route of saying you're one of those people or you're getting old. Oh, you like, you like old. abandoned places? Oh, I mean, I love America's. I love all of those. I love all the the people that built it, the people that made this, the people that did the food, the food, the fed, I love fed all America, of the titans that built America. Oh, sign me up, bro. Yeah, you want sign some Rockefeller? Oh yeah, you know Dark Marvels, you know all of them. Okay, Modern Marvels, give it to me. <laughs> Marvel, dark Marvels, dog, dog, yeah, dark, dark, dark Marvels. Dark Marvels is the new modern. Modern Marvels used to be about like machinery. Dark Marvels. Dark, how is the guillotine made? That's exactly what it's what it's like. Yeah. they just go through like the craziest weapons in like ancient times. Yeah, whatever that fucking ball with spikes is on the yeah. end of a chain. So this uh, show's called like America's like uh, famous abandoned places. And uh, highly recommended, super cool, <laughs> it's brand new, but one of the places that they uh, went to was the Miami Marine Stadium. Okay. The stadium that yep. we drove by when we went to um, that Virginia Key Festival, it's right down the mm -hmm. street. I don't know if you remember when we drove by, I was like, whoa, what is that? Oh, I've been in there before. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in, like, in the parking lot, yeah. So uh, they were talking about it, and it was just a cool little history on... Uh, you know, like, you know, the Cubans that built it, like the first day it all went wrong. It was, I mean, you basically, do you know what it is? I know what it was, it what was it was built, used for, it but was, I don't know what went wrong. I want to know about the day that things went wrong. The first day. Day one? <laughs> day one, we had a death. No. <laughs> day one death. Opening day death? <laughs> Opening day death. There's one day, ladies and gentlemen, that you cannot have a death. You down with ODD? <laughs> 
fuck. I guess so. <laughs> so they won death, which just which then insurance just came in and was just like, hey, yo, we're shutting this down. And there's like, bro, day one, just chill. Daddy, chill. So they, do we know uh, how they died? Uh, the guy was just going like, 120 mile per, miles per hour like on the corner and like the way that they built it it's like in like this cul-de-sac that they trenched out and like it was just engulfed by like on one side it was just like the marina and like the dock and the other side was just like trees and mangroves jagged and rocks yeah it was just like and he crashed a boat and died he was like yeah it was like one of those like little small speed boats that they, mm, that, sick, like, like the little go-karts yeah yeah they're like little go yeah exactly and they fly around like you know racing they're, they're doing races and this one guy was just like uh uh did uh he didn't practice he was like the only guy that like, didn't practice <laughs> just like hit okay. the corner just like 120 just like gone by love it <laughs> broke his neck um so, so that like that was that that set it off, and then uh, pretty much like two months later, like another death happened, and they were just like, "All right, dude, you gotta shut this down." So then they just started doing like little cool marine things and like a lot of concerts and stuff there. Um, oh yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, but uh, then Hurricane Andrews came. Oh, and, and then and they actually were like, "Yo, this thing, Hurricane Andrew, this uh, this thing's fucked. Like, it's not structurally sound. They can't use this shit no more." And I think that that's what I knew about it. Like, yeah. it was like shut down for like this thing ain't good. Yeah, and then but so what they did, uh, like in 2019, they actually had a you know whoever whatever they called to go in and check the structure of it, and it was. Uh, it actually passed. It was like, yo, it is structurally sound. It, you know, it can't be used, but it, it absolutely can do like, you know, make these, make all these like little things. And then like, this thing is good to go. It's, it's pretty solid. So in 2022, they just, uh, some, some investor guy just bought it and they're going to bring it back. Whoa. Yeah. So like they're building it now. They're going to make all the thing and they're going to bring back the Miami uh, Marine stadium. Whoa. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Because it's it's a uh, it's a structure. It's cool. That's like very highly Instagrammable photo taking. They said because like, all the it's all covered in graffiti at this point. Yeah, but then they said because you know like the roof of it is like all like um, you know what would you call that like you know triangled. It's all like, yeah, it's, like it's all, all angled. It's all angled and triangled. And the guy who built it, who's this Cuban guy, he built it. Like that, because if you oh, look like on the inside, oh, like with a bunch of gables on the top, yeah, yeah. There's like gables and like even the back, like they had the concrete like slated in there. And the guy was like, "We built it that way, so when the boats were flying by, when it, the boats flew in the air and <laughs> hit when it. the boats would fly in the <laughs> air into the crowd, no, uh, like the roaring of the engine would bounce, it would bounce off this concrete roof and it would be louder inside of it. Like they built it all. I, I was, huh. it, it was cool, okay. it was cool. So, but they're bringing it back. Uh, that's an upset. I did not think, yeah. I didn't think that thing was, I thought that thing was destined for a uh, wrecking yeah. ball. They said that an investor guy bought it and his purpose is to, is to get it, to bring it back. Dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. But, um, I need you, we need, I need to know about your week, uh, weeks. Well, I guess it was just one week. But yeah. how was the, give me the rundown on the wedding. So the, first, um, first family road trip. Yeah, Let's start there. right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, night before, um, absolutely just went Tetris on the back of that car and just packed that thing to the gills, and the next morning, we just hit it. Yeah. And it was great, because we stopped in, like, uh, in Gainesville on the way up. Now, what do you know, 
What have you heard about Bucky's? Okay, I heard. I mean, I've heard it's great, <clears throat> and everything that I've seen online, I want to go so freaking bad. They um, so first off, I didn't realize the uh, there's one in Gainesville. Jesus Jesus to billboard think- ratio leaving Florida into Georgia. I mean, under over was like two smashed the over yeah. a billion of them just oh, yeah. everywhere especially but the- there was like none in florida which is like hilarious and then we get there and they're everywhere so we also see a thousand <laughs> signs for bucky's on the way up in georgia and gainesville in georgia it's like say- outside of macon okay, outside okay. of macon okay and i was like the the, the, the billboards were working <laughs> 50 miles you out you stopped so on the way up, I say we were trying to get were there. You hungry? I wanted to, but I said, you know what? Don't they have, like, I don't the think we can make it. There's a couple something? things that I just got to let go. We're not making it to Bucky's. Oh, damn. Okay. So we get to Atlanta, uh, super hyped because Thursday night we got in and uh, that was the Run the Jewels concert. Yes. So met up with the Cuzzos and went to one of the dopest fucking music venues I've ever been to. Yeah. What the, was perfect, it called? The, the perfect. Music venue. What, what was it called? It's called the Eastern. The Eastern. The Eastern. Cool. Yeah, and it's kind of actually near uh, her place in the old Fourth Ward, but just a a music viewer's delight. Sound. You could great see, everywhere. Sound was great. You could see everywhere. They had on the upper level just like those little, um, just like the smallest little counter for your beer. Oh, nice. Oh, it was thank awesome. You. Nice. Yeah, thank you for your service. Thank you. Uh, but RTJ was fucking awesome. Yeah. They had played there four nights in a row, each night playing that album. Oh, okay. And so we went on Thursday, which was RTJ 4. Okay. So they brought Greg Nice out for when they did Ooh La La. Oh, the that's only sick. person they brought out. That's sick. And it was dope because it was their last night. So they played the, the whole album, and then they went back and played for their encore all the dopest songs off 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. So it was... It was awesome, um, a lot of fun, and that was just a nice, a nice, good little. I caught up. you right on the last one. Oh yeah, that was great. Like, I call, like oh, you Facetimed. I, I forgot, and, and, and you and I got to see like the last like minute of them, and then they stopped, and they're like, "All right, y'all, let a peace out." And then, and then I was like, "It was," the, and then you were like, "Yo, you got to see that." I could like hear you then. Um, <laughs> I think there was a point where. You had called and I would and my sister had the phone. I knew and you I was were there, holding though. up the RTJ, just the hand signals they do, the gun in the chain, and I think at one point they we had they had everyone yelling ATL ho, and you were oh yeah were, that's right yeah they're going ATL yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I was like there yeah. was probably no better time in my life for you to possibly FaceTime. I knew you were there though, like I knew like so I I was like oh I'm gonna call him in the in between there because I know he'll. Jordan will just pick it up and just like turn the phone around and just sit there like while enjoying it. He would heal them and they're like, all right, bye. Yep. <laughs> That's so exactly what I did. You're right. Yeah. So that was actually really cool. Um, so that just warmed us up. And then um, Friday we woke up or actually Saturday we woke up and uh, we took the little one to church. Okay. First, yes, yes, first yes. Waffle House visit. I Woo! said, I negotiated and said, let's wait until we get to the promised land you have to bring to. her there you have to bring her to mecca i have we had to go to mecca and medina and we yeah. did it yeah and it was great 
um, you know, uh, waitress was just all over, all over Lucy and just was like, oh, this is so cute. First time ever. That's Let everyone accent. there know. Oh, Southern accent. You know, absolutely. Look at this little honey bun over here on the first day. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Um, so that was awesome. And then this wedding. Good one. This wedding was at a cemetery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's terrible. I gotta have to say that's a terrible, that's a terrible, you can't start love. Though, well, I guess, I mean, we fell in love in a hopeless place. I'm also just thinking, like, you know, maybe you get the BOGO, sign up for the wedding, you get two plots. Ooh, is there a deal there? I like that. Maybe That's, now, if maybe I was in marketing... You're right, there's, probably, there's a Groupon to be had. There's a Groupon to be had there. Now, yeah. maybe the, the caveat is, like, you only get 25 years. <laughs> you know, there's some way that they can wiggle out of it on the back end. you got to really time that, like, wedding. You so... Day. My cousin lives in like one of the oldest historical parts of Atlanta in the old fourth ward. And uh -huh. this is the Oakland cemetery just South of that. And it's, um, I think, I think it's like one of the oldest cemeteries from like the civil war and shit okay. in Atlanta. So okay. you walk, you, you, we drive in there and now we're amongst the tombstones. Oh, is it Spookyville or what? It was during the, it was like, you know, at 4.35, so it was like just the sun was just starting to set out in the west. I have the reception going, and you just getting tapped on the shoulder, and no one's behind you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is like a green space, like, oh, but they were, there was tombstones 50 yards away. That's Is weird. that too close? It's too, of course it's too close. Is what? it? Yeah. Bro. Too close to the, hey, I know there's dead body right there. Hmm. It's the BOGO. Did you go check out and see who it was? Uh, no, but there was some old, it's like when you go to New Orleans and you're like, oh, that person's been here a while. There's algae on the fucking. Yes, <laughs> I moss. Can't, I can't read that. Moss. It's very mossy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, uh, so ceremony happens. You call me. You definitely tried to disturb the wedding as well. I Try to disturb the peace. Were you trying to call in when the guy said, does anyone have any issues? <laughs> so I was the gallant man and made sure that did not happen. Uh -huh. uh, we get to the party. Now, I think wifey might argue, um, not the best band for a wedding. Uh -huh. But if there was a wedding band for Jordan. Ooh. This wedding band was basically... <laughs> what were they coming with? Uh, I'm trying to remember their name. Uh, they were basically... Fire. No, it was like a almost a jam band, but they literally played uh, covers of Almond Brothers and The Grateful Dead. Basically, so you were all, I was in heaven. You were like, oh, hell yeah. I was a pagan shit. <laughs> and uh, at, before the wedding, you know, my wife and I had discussed the... There was an after... She had an after party set up. Okay. Wedding's over at 10. Okay. We got the babysitter. We're out of town. But also, it's like, it's 10 o'clock. That's like kind of oh. when we want to be getting into it, into the meat of the night. But yeah. now we got to transfer venues. Okay. Right? Okay. So we, we weren't going to the after we go party. We over to the Undertaker's but as, uh, house. But as just the majesty of the Allman Brothers covers kept coming, I successfully negotiated an after party visit. Okay. I mean, I'm Harvey Specter in there just getting the deal done. Okay. Uh, now, another point. We are balls deep in the back corner of this cemetery. It's three-quarter like mile, three like mile walk just to get out, and the taxis weren't coming in. 
this is how this is a horror movie. This is a horror movie. I've seen this movie before. Well, this it's called Till Death Do Us Part. It turned into a dramedy because <laughs> I had waved this, I think, employee of the cemetery down you, wh- in a golf cart. And Did, I said, Was it actually an employee? Who knows? We went back to you, and Carl was never there. We know, <laughs> no one knew Carl we was. Ha- we, There's no we, Carl that works here. Carl died on the job here in 1975. Yeah. He bro. got run over by his tractor after finishing <laughs> uh, covering someone's plot. Yeah. <laughs> So waved uh, this maybe human employee down, and they took me and my parents and everyone in our car and drove us out on the golf cart all the way to the front. That's a, that's a killer move right there. My parents, my parents at my college graduation were not as proud as they were of the moment that I was able to get this. This was a big get. That's a very big get. Because that took us, we got out Dude, of there have, would have made the two whole, minutes. It would have been a 20-minute walk. Oh, that walk, bro, they would have been dead after. Up and down hills. Uh, they would have been dead. That saved the night. They would have been dead. Saved the night. So we go to the after party. After party's at Underground Atlanta. What do you know of Underground Atlanta? So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You went, the wedding was in a fucking cemetery. Yes. And then the after party was at a place called Underground Atlanta. Atlanta. What's, are these people freaks? Who, got, who are these people? Is this Wednesday Aaron, Adams Aaron, and like Aaron, the guy from Twilight? Aaron what is, is going on. Aaron is a freak. This is the party side of the family, and I would put her up in the. I would hang her banner in the stadium with women who could hang with the boys all night. Okay. She at this point, right now, currently is lapping me by miles. Okay. She can. She can get after it, <laughs> and. Um, so yeah, she had like set this up, uh, this bar up. We rented the whole bar out, and uh, they we partied in Underground Atlanta, Sick. which I hadn't been to since I was probably four years old. Sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So Atlanta, big success. RTJ, dope. We get in the car and we're coming home. And I tell wife, gotta. We're going to Bucky's. We gotta. We're going to Bucky's. Did you go on? Did you Did you eat? Did First you grab off, one of these brisket sandwiches my talking dad, about jerky stuff? My dad says, oh, you're going to love it. You got to go. You know, he's a big road dog. Uh-huh. So um, we pull in. There's a fucking billion cars. There's probably a hundred gas pumps. And I might be <laughs> on, under with that. Oh, my God. So I'm just like, oh, my God. This is already so disorienting. And I hate places like that where there's that many people coming in and out. There's a billion people there. But they had... I mean, they had every, it was, it's, it's, is it like a Walmart? It's like a Wawa on steroids, like a Wawa that sells just like little convenience store stuff. Oh, full men's and women's department of clothing. Um, the meat, they have a meat counter where you're buying all that, like dried jerky. It's like a public meat counter. They have a satellite like kiosk in the middle, just pumping Brisket and pulled Did pork sandwiches. Some? Yes. All right, talk to me. Pulled pork sandwich, definitely up to snuff. Okay. Uh, definitely popped a shirt for the wifey, me, and the baby. Good purchase. And we got the um, temperature changing cups with the logo on it. There you go. And an Atlanta and a, and a Georgia magnet. Dude, that's a good trip. Hundo. 
Hundo piece, real quick. Take it's yours. Awesome though. That's a good. That's a good. If you head up, if you're heading up 75 to ATL, gotta stop at the Bucky's. I'm so jealous now. I want now. I now I want to go so bad. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I always see the brisket, the, the 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 barbecue thing, whatever, and I'm always just like, I need because everyone says it's good. Everyone's like, like I've seen all the, like the mukbang videos, and I'm just like. There's no way. The There's only, too many of these. The regret I have is being so flustered from the <laughs> fact that there was so many people in there that I didn't like actually take my time and truly <laughs> understand the majesty because I didn't even I've go through like the whole a store. wall of jerky where it's yeah. just like 200 oh, or something weird. You just yeah, they have it bagged, but you can also buy it like it's a meat counter at Publix. So you're just <laughs> like give me, you know, a half pound of the peppercorn, you know. It, but it's only jerky. Yes, dried meats. <laughs> dried meats. Yeah, but it was awesome. Damn. All right. So yeah, very successful first uh, trip with the baby. Nice. Good. Yeah, good. Good for you. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go over with you a couple things because at first it started out with, uh, as I'm sure you mm -hmm. saw, they arrested someone. Keefy D. Keefy D. Uh, in, in for the murder of Tupac. Um. Which, uh, did you did you check anything out with him? Did you check all that all stuff out? All over it. All over it. Just for the viewers, the listeners at home, though, you know, they arrested the guy. Basically, um, I guess they kind of knew who he, he, he was. They, they kind of already had him on the on the radar, but um, he, uh, um, I think, was involved in something. I think he was involved in something else that he was helping, the, he was helping him out with, so they... Didn't want to arrest them for this until they finished like the other thing. Is that what it was? Yeah, like he was like an informant on something else, I think. And they were like, "Well, let's like wait, like because they were still using him on that." So they were just like, "Yo, pause on that real quick. Let us finish our shit here with him and get the guy who we want, and then you guys can have him." That feels. And he was weird going around the podcast, just like also. Like, popping off. Yeah, he was going around a podcast, like, like basically saying, I was in the car, like, fucking... Because he, he didn't kill the person, but he was in the car, is what he was saying. That's what that's He's his. not the shooter. Yeah, they say the shooter died, like, a year after in yeah. another gang-related shooting. But they're going to, like... But they're going to get him for, like, you know, accomplice... Being whatever. it's yeah. a felony murder or whatever. Yeah. When you're yeah. in the commission of a felony. So, but I just thought... Uh, I, I was One, I was happy for Tupac because... Uh, at least it it was... doesn't feel how I thought it would feel. No. If they came out tomorrow and they're like, Biggie's killer, found. I think you would be more surprised. Also, just because it, like, we kind of knew who they've been saying it was with Tupac yeah. for a while. So yeah. it kind of felt like a very soft launch. Um, you know what I mean? Where like Biggie would shock you. Didn't you didn't get your nut. I didn't get my nut. You didn't get your I nut. Didn't, I wanted more. Um, but then, then that Tupac stuff and like is now kind of rolled into uh, the uh, Jada Pinkett's now is is in the mix. And this fucking she, woman, she's got she's got her hands in so much. I'm just like, dude. Stephen A. Just... said it perfectly because he was like, "What are you doing?" And that the term he used is what struck with me. He's like, "What are you doing with all this like super public emasculation?" Of, it of does like why? Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's why are you doing it to Will? Like the things you keep saying about Will, it's just like, what are we accomplishing? Now you're saying like you guys aren't even together. It's like, well, what are you accomplishing? Now? It just feels like the girl at the party that is talking for like ten minutes yeah. straight, and she stops. And you're like, I didn't ask you about that. 
Yeah. Why are you, it just it just is bizarre. Now, it's then, bizarre. But the but the Tupac stuff came out, and then I feel like literally you think week, that's what like rehashed. I it? feel like a, literally a week later, I think she's like, "Yo, let me get let me see if I can gain some clout and talk about how like." And just started saying like Tupac was the love of my life. We like, were like soulmates. Just, just like like when she did, I was just like, "Yo, you look like such a, you, you look dumb now." Net like what? Oh, just coincidentally now you want to talk about you want to talk about him and Rikers, and then now people are fact checking her, and it's like all wrong. Have you yeah, seen that? No, no. Oh yeah, now like everyone is now like they're fact checking. She like said she was like, "Yeah, I went to Rikers when he was at Rikers, and like he proposed to me, blah blah blah." And like everybody fact checked and was just like, "He was at Rikers from like this. He was only there at Rikers for like a month, and then he went to like he was like this correctional place." And they were just like, and she was like, definitely here on this job. And the, and by that time, when he was at Rikers, right before he left, like his other wife that he he was married to for like two years, he proposed. Tupac proposed to her. Like they're just fact checking her. And they're just like, no, she's totally wrong. I love that. Yeah, because that that's to me, you're doing like the you're lying like on the dead guy. So yeah, there's usually to- not a way. Like that's why you say that type of shit because you're like, well, no one can like. No one's gonna figure that out, or no one's gonna. There, he's not here to call me on it. You know what yeah. I mean? And she it's such is, bullshit. She's toxic, bro. She's she's just. Now I'm just like, yo, you're you are you are like you're the you you you're, you've probably fucked up both of those kids, and you all obviously fucked up Will. Like, because now I feel bad. Now I'm starting to feel feel bad for Will. Just like, bro, maybe this whole unwinding of him is like really not his fault. Like and maybe he's got like he's been living with this psychopath. Oh, yeah, and it for sure to me was just like, as you said, um, you know, it's making him likable again. Yeah. Because I'm just like, Jada, what are you doing? You're, it's like having the complete opposite intended result from her perspective. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know if you get it. Like, it feels very tone deaf. Like, you know, it's the wrong time. You're only doing this because of Tupac. Like it's it's yeah. bizarre. It's bizarre. Yo, she's already off of her job. I think we put her and Will off their John Rocker. If Jada's not already in, which I think she's already in. Well, uh, this is what I well, this like put slam the door and 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 throw away the key on her. But I'm also saying like maybe we hey, maybe my, we, we pull my, Will out. Maybe we give Will a bit more visiting hours. You know, maybe give him a little another 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 like you know more yard hour, time, more yard time. Yeah, in the yard, more another hour and a half in the yard. I was gonna say he might like you know some of mean? those walks, and, then, and let's just see how he does. Maybe maybe, maybe let's see how let's see if he progresses. I'm with because you on I'm that. starting to like maybe uh, we might need to call the advisory board again on this one. Now that would be an off there John Rocker's first, very first. where we pull someone back out. Yeah, maybe after finding a little bit more out about the situation, which we're not going to apologize what's, for by any means. What's it called? Um, in in uh, you know when you're in prison, but you keep uh, going out to try to get your your case re. What's what are those like meetings? when you're on parole? No, it's, but no, it's it's like oh, I'm up, I'm up for like like this again. I'm up for it's, it's up for parole. Is it? Yeah, nah, but there's you go in front of the parole board and you have to be like yo, like I know I killed that person, but like I'm okay. not that person. I think we need to. We there might be the first like you know that's what it's called like getting off the job record. You like you're the first parolee. Okay, so on Will, they're on parole. Yeah, Will, we're moving to a low security uh, facility, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna see how things go. Yeah, yeah, you can work in the kitchen. Yeah, work in the kitchen. Yeah, Will Smith can make some of your pancakes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that one real quick because I was that 
that Tupac stuff was great to hear. And then it quickly, t- like, I felt like Jada shat on. I was just like, God, can you just go away? Yeah, uh, we. I know we said this before, but like, I could never hear from Jada Pinkett ever again, and I would be absolutely fine with it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. What, what? And you're ruining the Tupac stuff. Yeah, it's already a soft launch, and I don't like that. Yeah. So they need to find Biggie's killer. Um, I wanted to, um, you know, we are we're locked into this fantasy season right now. Oh, we are. Ho- horns are locked. Horns are locked. We fought our way back to 500 in our shared league. Thank God. Um, but I noticed, and I think we've done this in all the other years past. So I wanted to bring it up. Um, not at any time other than when the mics were hot. Uh huh. Is that uh, you and me? In our bro, our Jack's bro uh, league, we're locking horns this week. Are we? Are we up this week? We're up. I'm. I do not have a very good team. No, you do not. Um, it's it's. But a wager must be made. A wager must be made. You're right. A wager must be weighed. Uh, uh so, I mean, so what are what are we what are we putting on? Winner gets what? Um. Hmm. What do you think? Are we doing money or we, do we want to do? I think that loser for one has to announce on the podcast next week that this is the better man, a uh, better human, a uh, better fantasy football owner. That's easy though. That's that's easy money. That's easy money. We got to well, put something on where I'm just like, God, I don't want to lose to him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what's uh what's something that like outside we can purchase and you have to bring to the other person, you know, type of deal. Um, how about a uh, an Uber dinner of choice? There we go. Okay, there we go. I can just be like, I can just send you the items and you just send them to my house. Or oh, how about we do this? How about we do this? We. The person, whoever whoever uh, uh, wins, the loser has to Uber that person uh, a meal, and but the loser picks the meal. But we don't, you don't shit on the other person. But we just get to pick the meal. We get to pick the place, and then you get to go and pick what you want. So I text you and say after I inevitably win, and I'm like, hey, I, I, I text I, you and go, yo, you let me know which night, and then you text me. I text you, I uh, I, from Spotify. Around. I just send you the link to tonight's the night by Redman. Exactly, and then and then you know, and then and then you and you then hit I, me so, back with Indian. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, no, I'll hit you back. I'll look it up and I'll just be like, uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna, I'll pick. I'll pick two spots. Okay, that, and they're both like not not like Subway or something like they're both real spots, dinner spots. Yeah. Okay. And then you just be, and then you just and then you just come back or like or I just come back with, all right, pork dumplings, um, uh, sweet and sour chicken, and you know or whatever you know whatever it is you know you'll know by my order like okay he chose fucking you know Dragon Tea House deal, okay deal. <laughs> I want to win. Has, I want to win. <laughs> uh, also, just from a financial standpoint, you will lose double if you lose because you're feeding two mouths over here. No, no, yep. no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yep. No. And also know that if you lose, uh, your 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 phone's gonna go off with tonight's night by Redman in the middle of when we're recording to next week's podcast. One because because of one by one. Yes, you're gonna you're gonna have to live. Just go look All at right. me, start laughing. Then if I'm gonna you be, win, <laughs> we will do it on the podcast tomorrow. If uh, I will pick if if you win, 
Uh, I will well, name something and then we'll order it on the pod for you for when it's over. Uh, so like, oh, oh yeah, because then I can order it for you and then by the time you get home, it'll be there. Done. We'll just do it live on the podcast. Like, Deal. All right. You won this week. What do you want? And then you just to go. You get to go through your Uber Eats app and pick the places around your place and just be like, "It's wings tonight, asshole." <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. Okay. <laughs> um, before we get in the peacock, I wanted to quickly uh, go over the Drake and Joe Budden beef. I think it's fake. It's stupid. It's stupid. I think it's fake. Um, it's, I also saw, like, I listened to this podcast with Charlemagne the God and he was on there and he kind of slipped up and said how Drake came to him was like, Hey, yo, I want you to trash my album because like, if you trash it, it'll get traction and then it'll, it'll, then people will go and listen to it. I don't like it. that. And like Charlemagne fully admitted to it. He fully admitted to like, uh, cause they were beef. Cause I don't know if you saw, they were beefing about a week ago. Mm mm. And then like, like so it's the, just like the fake contrived bullshit in order to like kick up you know yeah the any media any even even if you trash it that means people will go listen to it type of deal which is yeah true. so that happened and I the the, the podcast the podcast I was listening to he slipped up the one with him and Andrew Schultz flagrant he should upset it and so and then the Joe Budden beef happened after so one I just want to say Drake bro I mean because you're on the Drake train now the the fake thing is annoying. And then also, album's trash. Uh, album's only not good. Halfway through it, I'm about to say, I don't know I, if you've gotten uh, through it at all. I'm halfway I have. through. I have. I only like the J. Cole song, and J. Cole's much better on him than the song. <laughs> yes. Uh, than, than him on the song. Yes. And not all the way through, but it's not looking good. Yeah, I don't like it. And then I also was reading some of the people's, and like, and I saw a couple people say it, and I was like, yeah. And then a couple people were just like, yo, he needs to get to like, some real ass rap like going hard and stop doing like the soft like emotional stuff and i was like yeah i feel like if it was more gangster I, I might be a little bit more on board but it's it's not a good album that is what i always considered uh like the crooning and all the singing stuff i call it mirror drake okay because it's like the women it's it's like the stripper getting ready in the mirror music and he, he's got a couple of songs that aren't bad that are like that like you like, yeah. like it's not bad but i was just like Yo, because it's like twenty five songs. I think. Yeah, I think it's which respect for that, because out normally an, an album drops and you're like, there's nine tracks here. Well, I think I wish his was nine. Ooh, yeah. If it, if if his if he would have kept his to ten, fifteen too I, many. I huh? feel like you people would have been like, oh, it's a dope track. This is a dope album. But he literally because they always say like when you when they make those albums, ours that make uh. They always make like twice as many of that is on there. So they'll make like 24 and then the producer like, all right, what are the 12 best? Yeah. And that's, that's mm -hmm. what makes the album. Yeah. I think uh, he did that and then he just said to the producer, shh, they're all going on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, um, but uh, I did read like the criticism that Drake did post about Joe Budden. Oh, yeah. And I loved that because I was like, <laughs> he got I totally good. agreed with it. I was just like, it's like, you're trash. You were never good enough to actually stay rapping, so you basically just comment on everyone else's shit. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking failure. Yeah, you know, but you're see, what I, a loser looks like. I mean, it was good, but it was also like, yeah, but like Joe Budden did have hits, and it's not like he's like just. I mean, that, that's like any commentator like in sports. Like, they used to play, and then like now they just go and like, like Chris Collinsworth wasn't, barely wasn't played, that good. Though. Chris Collinsworth wasn't that good, but he's on, he's always on like calling Sunday nights. I think he was pretty good back in the day. Who? 
Collinsworth. So was Budden. Mm. So was Budden. I don't. I don't think Budden is Collinsworth. I'll I say think. That. I think. I, I think Budden's is in Collinsworth is a perfect. Uh, Budden uh, is like Percy Harvin. You got like three good seasons, okay, Bud. You're not Hall of Fame. You're not even close. I wish we. I wish we had like Collinsworth's numbers right now because I'm like I feel like he had three good seasons. I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> But yeah, I, like Joe, but I, I get Drake going, but to me, it's like Drake, you don't even need to get, go after him. And he did, he did do enough in the game where he's allowed to sit there on his stupid podcast and say like, you know, what, what he wants about you. He like everybody else does. I mean the, uh, what's the other podcast that, uh, drink, drink all stars or drink, Star- drink champs, drink champs, bro. All of those guys, they're, 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 they were, they, they didn't even have as many hits as Budden did. Isn't and they go on there talking uh, smack all the time. Nori? What? Yeah, Isn't Nori and like Memphis Bleak or something. Like, it's just not. It's like not even like that big a piece. And they do it. So that's what I'm saying. You don't. They, Button doesn't need to be like a Drake to be able to comment on Drake. Like if he was like a nobody, nobody, then the Drake go at him. But like, yo, Drake, uh, he's a lot. He's a lot. He's a lot of talk on you. All right. So I have here the Chris Collin, Collinsworth stats. How's it look? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. Eighty-one to eighty-eight. Eighty-one to eighty-eight. Um, he had four hundred and seventeen receptions, six thousand six hundred ninety-eight yards, and thirty-six touchdowns. Uh, Pro Bowl three seasons. A Joe Budden. I don't know. <laughs> Joe you said Joe Budden was like three. That's three. That's a Joe Budden. He's a lot of speaker. I don't it. think he had that. I, how many albums did Joe Budden actually ha- like? Commercial albums, two maybe. I think you're forgetting if you when if you go back on Joe, he Budden. had pump it up. Okay, yeah, but that's it. You're forgetting his features. He had he had some good. He had some fire features. When you're reaching, when you're doing a feature, you just reach. When you're doing a feature reacher, you <laughs> you're not gonna get the the nod from me, bro. You 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 just brought you you have to admit that you brought up Collinsworth stuff and when you said three Pro Bowls you were like damn I wish if there were because if there was four I gotta shut up but there's only three I don't know I'm looking <laughs> he put out basically his main album Joe Budden's first album which is just called Joe Budden 2003 right he had another one in 2006 and after that it, he didn't have another one till. 2015. You gotta look up the so features. nine years. You gotta look up the features though. Without was, an album, that's all I'm saying. Hey, listen, look up the features. He's got some features. Mm. You know. Well, right. how many top tens was Joe Budden? Why are we talking about Joe Budden? I, I, I love I love Joe Budden and Chris Collinsworth, bro. It's the same person. Make right. that meme like of like you know what's the uh, Scooby Doo meme? Of like when they pull the mask off, mm. put like Joe Budden's face on. Then when they pull the mask off, put I'm Chris going Spider Man pointing at each other. The first, well, then we need a third person. We need a third. Oh, there were there three in that one. Yeah, I think there's three in the Spider Man. Oh, okay, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm why. That that's why the Scooby Doo is just two people. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right, you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
Peacock in music. As soon as I say their name, Jordan is going to do a whole like thing. So Squeal. He's going to do a whole thing. And I'm just going to tell you now, I swear to God, when I, I did this Peacock last week i when i when i wrote it down i did when i did the uh it was last week okay this week's peacock and music is dj shadow you like that <laughs> you like that do you like how that? how great do when you so jordan have sent, you heard that song yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh, okay yeah it's probably my favorite one from run the jewels really yeah okay because i just love dj shadow but jordan no i shit you not listeners Text uh, sent me uh, DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels like a live one though when you scratch it, it looked like it was recent on this tour. I don't know. Um, it's a good one though. Yeah, uh, I think it's called like Nobody Move, Nobody Gets Hurt, something whatever, something something like that. But uh, yeah, he sent me like uh, on Instagram today, and I was just nobody chuckled. speak, nobody nobody speak. speak yeah. yeah, I was and I just chuckled because I was like, wow, that's tonight's peacock this is hilarious and, the, the, and this is why we're best friends you're welcome uh june 29 1972 to present um hip-hop turntable is trip-hop uh joshua paul davis okay started music production in davis california um on his four track recorder as most of uh those uh kids in the 90s when they grew up that's all you had was the four track recorder um, but he went to college at the University of California and he joined the campus radio station there. And that was where he learned how to disc jockey, mix, scratch. He was balls deep in like the uh, executioner's era. So that's where he learned to do all the scratching and stuff. And he really got into trip hop early on. He was really into. That's always more than even the hip hop stuff. That's what I always associated him more with. Me me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there was a really big trip hop label. Probably the biggest one at the time was Mo Wax, um, which was out in, which was, I think they were in London. Um, um, but he, his early singles and his early stuff, early genres were like all trip hop type of stuff. And, um, during 91 and 92, he started collabing with like these, uh, underground hip hop groups, uh, and, and even some like London rappers and stuff and then making beats and stuff for him. But, uh, he really got his start this or the the first time he really made it was when he started the soul sides with black delicious and lyrics born mm. which we've uh we've talked about the soul sides i think when we did yeah, the black delicious episode um and you know gifted gab was also in there a little bit too but the soul sides were you know pretty big west coast you know abstract like uh um type of hip hop group and he made all the beats for them but in '94, Mo Wax uh, hit him up, and they because they heard his music, they heard all their, like all of his early singles that he, they were doing, and uh, he was he like the singles he just made himself and like kind of just sold them like you know out of the trunk of his car type of deal. But somebody over there got a hold of it, and they were like, "Oh, we'll put you, we'll put your shit out." So like all his early stuff like Influx and Lost and Found, which actually turn nowadays is really some of his biggest stuff mo wax actually released out of their london label they released his stuff so thank god whoever heard it over there 
uh, was able cool. to put it out. But his debut album, Introducing, was released in 1996. Uh, obviously, it was like his biggest album. Um, critical acclaim. Everyone went nuts for it. Um, and it actually, to this day, has the Guinness World Record for the first completely sampled album. Huh. Yeah, his album Introducing was the first one where every song on it uh, was a some type of sample. It was, there were no instruments. Really? Yes. And he owns, That's very cool. Yeah, he owns the Guinness World Record for the first one. Um, I did not know that. I thought it was really cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, a bunch of other crazy stuff that he played on that I just wanted to um, kind of just put here uh, because he's kind of a, he's a, he's a bit of an underground guy, a bit of a heady guy, like like you know said. He's, total peacock though. Yeah, total peacock. Um, his work in Uncle and Sci- with uh, the song Science or the album Science Fiction, he's all over that. Uh, Uncle was I think he's like a British producer from the Moax label that went after they um, put out. Um, his stuff the guy the producer in london was like yo this fucking guy from california is dope and so they kind of got together on uncle that's the name of the group and they put out science fiction so that's a great one um the one that i always loved too uh besides i mean everyone knows introducing but dj shadows the outsider that album came out when we were in college was that the one with like the orange label or uh, yeah 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 there was like yellow and like maybe there's like a shooter guy or some stuff yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was that's probably when i was introduced to shadow yeah and it was you know it was funny when i was doing the research i love that album and uh a lot of people didn't like it apparently I didn't, really? I didn't know that, but like when I was doing like the research, everyone was like, yeah, Outsider came out, and like a lot of his uh, traditional fans like left him, and he even like uh, had to come out like on like Twitter or something. I think I think it was on Twitter. Uh, he like came out and was just like, yo, you know, if you can't you know keep up with the music and like you know you say you're a fan of mine and you wanted to listen to the, the old stuff and apparently you're not a fan of mine, so you like you know get to step in. He said mm. like to him because. He was kind of mad about people pushing back on that album, but I thought it was really weird because I was like, "Oh, I loved that album when it came out. It was totally different. It was it, a way yeah. more hip hoppy, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a lot of features on. It. I think every song I had a fan of had a feature. Yeah. Um. Uh. But then, yeah, like, I, like, well, like we said, uh, nobody speak feature, feature, run the jewels. That's also a big one now that he got back with. Um. But uh, he did. Uh, he does from time to time link up with uh, Cut Chemist. Uh, and uh, and Kid Koala, who's a, a Canadian like kind of trip hop guy too, and they are known to link up and go on like like whenever one of them's on a tour, like they'll link up and stuff. And so, I like I it's like the perfect level of fame where it's like, hey, we're going on tour yeah. over in March. Why don't you come out for the April dates? Yeah, exactly. You know? And I'll, then you're I'll just fl- like, word, yeah. out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, DJ Shadow, check them out. Uh, Jordan, you're already you're already there, already there. Uh, this is <laughs> it was this so is weird when you said it though. Maybe a J five situation where uh, definitely used to listen to him a pretty good amount. Haven't listened to him in a while. This will kind of reinvigorate. Yeah. Um, you know him getting added into like more of my playlists and stuff. So yeah. that that'll be fun. I'm excited for this week. All right, we got a motorcycle that just uh, love it. That just <laughs> that just pulled up. You know the windows are open here at the at the wax museum. This is like one of the three shots you got. At doing um, it, so I wanted to though before we leave, I wanted to give a quick shout out 
Um, cause I feel like, uh, he need, I feel like he needs one lately cause he's been taking a lot of hits, uh, sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, uh, we got, got, we got to give him some props. Uh, you know, I, th- uh, I, th- uh, he is, uh, he, he introduced a bill and he's just waiting for it to pass in like, I think Congress, but then they said it's already looking pretty good, but he, uh, He's going to pass a bill here that gets rid of all of those fees at Ticketmaster, service fees and stuff at Ticketmaster. It's only for concerts and uh, sporting events like that. But he's like, no more service fees. They're not allowed to do it anymore. So props to fucking Joey B on like, yo, like I'm going to make this something that uh, I'm I'm, going to ride on. Yeah, the RTJ tickets were like, 55 bucks so you're like okay buck 10 ends up it's like 160 yeah and you're like that's a gross misrepresentation of what it actually cost to yeah. do this thing it was which funny is fucked up. i saw like his uh like speech on it too and it was so funny because you're like watching it and you're just like this guy sounds like you know one of us because he was he was he was he was, he was like he's like there should be no reason why you go and see your favorite artist and then you're paying like however much the ticket was half of that is also plus like the service fees and you bought your ticket online I'm just watching I'm just like yeah for real that's what we've been saying <laughs> like where's and he's, he's like he's like where's the service fee I'm like yeah exactly <laughs> like you know, I was just like this guy gets it. I love that. Yeah, so props to Joey B for getting rid of the service fee. So looking forward to that. Okay. Do we know like when? When does this go into effect? You know how it is. Like even by twenty forty. You know how it is. Like even when it passes, it always takes like three years. It's like, well, we have to wait to like implement it. You know. But right. uh, but yeah, uh, screw you, Live Nation and Ticketmaster. Basically, all right. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, also, um. You know, as you know, um, you got every hooked. Night, you got every hooked. Night, every night when I get into bed, I've I get been seeing I, this. I get into bed with um, Siskel and Ebert, and um, you know it's difficult <laughs> to find something where I can get wifey to watch. Uh-huh. And we have mutually gotten into suits. I have been seeing this. Is I've been seeing this online where like. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of people posting about suits. Is it in its last season or something? No, it went off. Um, uh, I think uh, like five or six years ago, but it got added to Netflix. Okay, is that what that's, happened? Okay, that's the resurgence. I've been seeing a lot online of people just like, "Yo, never watched it." I'm got this. This this is dope. And to the point where I like this last week, I'm just like, "Should I do? I need to check this out." And then Have now you not watched it? And yet? now you're walking in the door. I'm just hitting you with the shadow just five hours before What's I get here. What's the deal? What's uh, the deal? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you know this. But I don't know one anything of the, about One of it. the prominent characters in the show, do you know the name? Oh, I know there's the comedian Dan Soders in it. No. Oh. Well, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, I don't know. Um, no, I don't think One of I the mean. main characters' name is Lewis Flit. <laughs> You're in. So for years we'd have the me and my dad would you know go out for some. Did you go know to the, that about that? I, it's the only thing I knew about the show. Oh okay, you can. Only okay, thing, okay. and this is why we would be at the Mexican cantina getting some nachos or something, and the waitress would bring my dad's card back from from you know checking out or whatever, and she would have like the book closed, and she'd walk up and she'd Been go a pleasure, and she'd go. So I just wanted to know, do, do you? you watch Suits? <laughs> 
And my dad would go, Lewis Lit, yeah, I know. Thanks. Give me the bill. Your, your dad doesn't watch it. Well, no, I'm just saying that this yeah, happened yeah. over a decade. Yeah. Of just like that. I used to get it sometimes with Law and Order. Oh, because of um because of Detective Benson. Yeah, every once in a while someone but did that. But she's a chick. I was just like, yeah, I think there's a detective on there. They're like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few people in the, in the world that doesn't watch. So suits, suits is good though. Lawyer, yeah. lawyer, law. What's it about? It's about lawyer. A law firm and the lawyer's there. Okay. And, okay. and the character Lewis Litt is great. Cause you're like, I fucking hate this guy. Oh, he's, he's very a polarizing. Fucker. You fucking hate him. But then you're like, now I oddly love him. Ooh. But now I hate love him. Okay. So that's one of the great characters. Um, but are there any actors I would know in it? Um, well, there's one very well known act actress that you know of, and this was I think she's retired from acting since then, and I think you know why. Uh, a one Miss Meghan Markle. Oh, she's it's she's, she's a star character in the show. No, oh I didn't know idea. I'm in on Meghan Markle. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you're checking boxes over here. I'm all in on Meghan Markle. <laughs> Dude, by the way, we, we need to bring back that segment when you used to read chapters to us because that shit was getting good. The Royals? Yeah. Did you ever, did you put the book down and just forgot? I, no, it's right there. It's when Take I go to bed. Back up, bro, I love the little story time you would give us. Meghan Markle's in the show. And when I say <laughs> that I'm in Are on Meghan Markle, Markle, it's not even because she's an absolute smoke show. Right. But I think she's actually got some acting chops. <laughs> okay. I think she's got some acting chops. I That's did all not I'm saying. I know that she was in that either. She's a prominent character I always in thought, every single episode I thought, type character. I always thought Prince Harry just married like this wannabe actress that was in a couple commercials. Oh, she's, oh, Prince Harry came up. And I think when you watch the show, you'll understand. <laughs> Okay, I like what your eyebrows and eyes are doing right yes. now. Yes, okay. uh, but you know, I went in being like, you know, having read some of the book and being like, this Meghan Markle, who does she think she is? And now, I'm all in on Rachel Zane. I'll leave it at that. We'll see you next week. See ya.